Hello, everyone. Yo, welcome to the movie club. (laughs) Extravaganza. Um, We're going to be getting shilly billy today. We've got a little Rocco Bode with us. Hello, Rocco. Uh, hello. I, I just, I'm sorry. I, I, and then, I... then we also have a Sean <laughs> Chatfield over here. Hello. It's Sean Chatfield. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Rocco, did you want to say something? I just feel like this intro is inappropriate given that no no no. it's not inappropriate because we're talking to sandman baby this was the best opening we've ever done jared you nailed it thank you this has been the opening to a very special episode of movie club the adam sandler spectacular we're talking about happy gilmore rocco did you have an opinion or something you want to get into our intro well i just feel like no, I no offense, and I'm really not trying to throw any shade at you guys. Oh no! But you guys didn't really get to spend any time with Adam Sandler at Knotts like I did. I am jealous uh, about that. During Boysenberry Festival, uh, I did spend a little time with them. So what did you like, guys do? Yeah, what ride did you go on? Uh, what did you guys said, do? Well, we said hey, okay, yeah, and yeah. he hey. went no, and then walked away from us. Oh, so it sounds like he told you not to talk to him. Yeah, so you it was, but he said it in such a playful way that it was kind of like, all right, you're having fun with yeah. it. With because yeah. if he if he just said shut the fuck up and get away from me, that yeah, that'd that, be like a bad story. That's yeah, a bad story. but this is no, he re, he, and I'm really not joking. He really did it in that way like he was kind of playing around yeah so i think he's down to hang again i think that's the um, perfect way yeah. to show shoo someone away yeah it's just no, no. <laughs> because at away. the end of the day he still feels like he hung out with them right he feels I feel good so it's like win-win me, he told me to he, fu- yeah yeah he told you to fuck I, off and you took it in stride and i and i like still it was like i'm that was cool that happened right um, and if he would have been fuck leave me alone yeah you yeah. would be like, I hate this guy forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that made me like, I, I'm going to say, you know, I've always been on the rocks with Adam Sandler. Oh, I know. I vocalized nice. that. That's cool. Uh, that that day, at the the getaway from me at Knott's and Uncut Gems were two things that made me like him a little more. So. Okay. Um, Fair but, enough. But I hadn't seen this movie yet. So All right. Well, well that's enough about you yeah. and uh, the time Adam Sandler almost called security on you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But Happy Gilmore, I guess that was the perfect primer for going into Happy Gilmore. You probably yeah. like, oh, it's my friend Adam. Oh, I remember him. I remember him. It's yeah. so great to see him succeeding in this hit comedy film. Was good to see him succeed for once, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I picked this movie. This movie is, I've been trying to not pick movies I've seen before, and I threw that out the window with this one, because I've seen this movie <laughs> maybe more than any. I've seen this movie so many fucking times. Um so I'm dying to know what Rocco thought is because it's one of those things where I have this like this movie for me means <clears throat> this was the first time I saw a movie at my friend's house and brought it home and told my dad, like, dad, we're watching this movie together. And I brought him a movie. This is the first time this ever happened was like, this is the one that I'm going to show you a, a movie this time. And he, and he loved it. And so every time he laughed, I had that feeling like, oh, it's like it feels good. Like I'm showing him something and he's like lacking it. Like, OK, I feel good, <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, I have, like, these memories tied to it. So I'm trying to watch a movie like this as its own and not, like, what it means to me, I guess. But let's see if I was able to do it. I don't know. Yeah, I saw this movie as a kid. Uh, My dad is a big golfer. It's, like, his favorite sport. He's taking me golfing. I relate to this movie. I've gone golfing. 
It's yeah. not my favorite thing. I did grow up playing hockey. I played roller hockey. Mm. So me and my dad went to watch this uh, together in theaters because this was the two worlds. You know, he's, right? Uh, he's a golfer. I'm a hockey player. Out of it, yeah. Uh, so yeah, me too. I have I also have memories of bonding. What does your dad think father. of the movie? <clears throat> he liked it. Yeah. You know, this is not like a movie my dad would go back to and watch over and over again. He's not really into like Adam Sandler movies, but. Mm. You know, he laughed. I mean, we enjoyed this movie a lot when we saw it in theaters. So, yeah. I mean, it was a hit. I think everybody who saw this uh, at the time enjoyed yeah. it. You know, it, the the budget wasn't that big. I think it was like fourteen, twelve million, and it made forty one million. So yeah, it made like it made good money. But I think it's kind of become one of those things where it made money more money on like VHS than DVD. You know, like I think that's just kind of one of those things where it's like it, the the it made like had a kind of a cult following after. What was your experience run. growing up with uh, Happy Gilmore or Adam Sandler in general? Me? Uh, I was just, I really was like not around comedy movies that much. I really was like, I was always excited to see shit like Jurassic Park. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that was kind of like, I didn't go to the movies all the time, but when I did, it was something like that. So yeah, I never saw it. I never saw any of that stuff. Uh, you know, my my only exposure to Adam Sandler were my friends' impressions of him at school, which that was I'm not sure that a, was annoying. Not a great impression. That and uh, Jim Carrey. So it was, you know, uh, everyone doing their Ace Ventura impression. I had, I was like, yo, fuck this. Yeah. But, but you know, as time went on, I saw Jim Carrey in other things. I was like, okay, this dude's cool. Why, you know? by the way, have Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler never made a movie together? That Whoa. is kind of funny, huh? That is Hollywood gold. Yeah. It could be a funny movie. It could be a serious movie. They're both, yeah. they both got range. They both pulled it off. Yeah, I have to say, because I, you know, just seeing this kind of stuff from afar, the only thing I had ever seen from this movie was him fighting with Bob Barker. Yeah. Which that seemed funny, but it was just, I just wasn't um, Adam Sandler's uh, stuff just from afar. Never seemed to, you know, I'm seeing him do the, he's he's always doing voices like this. And I was like, uh, I don't know if this is my thing, but so I never watched any of his stuff, but um, yeah, Jim Carrey found his way into things that I did enjoy, but Adam Sandler, I never saw that really. Um, uh, Yeah. So I don't know what to do. Did you guys feel like kids? It was like, I feel like it was like, there was the Jim Carrey kids, and there was the Adam Sandler kids. Yes, and I, like, I felt that way. You know, people like both, but like there was people who like stuck their flags on either side. I was yeah. on the Adam Sandler side. I like Adam Sandler more than Jim Carrey as a kid. Yeah, but you no, know. I I didn't feel that way growing no. up. I feel like Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler, uh, we're we're all part of the same like group of yeah comedians, along mm-hmm. with like Chris Farley and yeah. David Spade. You know. I think that um, a lot of the people that we watched in comedy movies were like from the early 90s SNL cast. Yes. Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, David Spade. Mm, Jim yeah. Carrey, right? Isn't he? Jim Carrey was never on SNL. He didn't no. have a season? He was on mm-hmm. In Living Color. Oh, yeah. no, he auditioned oh, yeah, and he didn't, get, he didn't get in. Yeah, so maybe that's, right. that's why there was a divide between those two yeah, because there was like the that. SNL cast and then Jim Carrey... And a couple of other people who were just never on SNL, but were big yeah. comedy people. You know, I want to say like uh, the Wayans brothers were never on SNL, right. but were big into comedy. Um, so, but I don't know. Like, I like them all the same. I would love, even to this day, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, get them together. 
Sure. That it, it it's really funny because with SNL, it's this is I don't know what this means or anything, but w- with SNL and that era, I felt like I heard a lot about that from my pa- my parents loved that era of SNL and they were yeah, telling me like, it's awesome. Yo, sure. they just did the sketch Toonses the Cat. You got to watch yeah. this. Phil and Hartman I, was there oh, too. Yeah. yeah. So I I actually did think all that was funny, but uh, kids at school, I never heard from them about that. I don't know if it's on too late. Well, but then in Living Color. Um, Jim Carrey, like, what was he? Fire Marshal Bill? Yeah. All the time. Oh, kids at school were like, did you see that sketch they just did? Fire Marshal Bill. So, uh, I don't know. That's interesting. Maybe. M- more people I, kn- in I knew Color in my school. color was on at, like, 8.30. Oh, it was on, on earlier. On, like, Thursdays. Oh, okay. And I S- didn't know SNL that. SNL was, like, midnight, you know, 11.30. Maybe that was the difference at, uh, then, yeah. On Saturday. But hmm. I, I knew a lot of kids who were into both. On I yeah, I felt I like too, SNL was bigger than In Living Color, but anyways, yeah, we digress. We digress. Just an interesting. So, uh, I guess we're gonna talk about Happy Gilmore now. If you haven't seen it, uh, we're gonna spoil it. So watch it if you want, or we can just give you the whole story right here. Mm-hmm. Um, Happy Gilmore came out in 1996, right? Yep, 95. Who's the director of this movie? The director is Dennis Dugan. Never heard of Dennis Dugan, but good job <laughs> for you because Happy Gilmore is a funny movie. Yeah, I think he's directed a lot of movies. I think he's done a lot of Adam Sandler movies in particular. I'm glad to hear Dennis Dugan got his day. I think he did. Mm-hmm. The Dugan mm-hmm. day. Yeah, he really made a career out of himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, for himself. Okay, so the plot of Happy Gilmore. It stars Adam Sandler as the title character. Happy Gilmore, and the movie opens with like a retrospective on Happy's life growing up. You see um, home movies of him as a kid. And he talks about how his only love in life is hockey. And he dreams of being a hockey player. His dad, um, plays hockey with him and teaches him the family secret, which is like this awesome slap shot that is super powerful. Mm -hmm. Other than the super powerful slap shot, happy Gilmore really has no hockey skills whatsoever. He can't skate. He can't handle the puck. He has a bad attitude. He's just Mm -hmm. like the worst player ever. Yeah. He likes to fight people, which I guess comes in handy. And actually, he um, he did say that his favorite hockey player in the beginning, uh, I forget the name of the hockey player, but that guy really did go into the stands and start fighting people. Like, so that hockey player really was like legendarily like the biggest like bully and fought uh, people on the stands all the time. So yeah, I remember as a kid, hockey was the sport where you could like get away with fighting. Yeah, I remember around this time, like 1996, the NHL had like a Nintendo 64 game that actually had like a oh, fighting, fighting mini game oh, in yeah. it. Like the hockey fights would break out, and they'd actually have like a health beat meter. It almost turned like Street Fighter. You know, on the ice. Remember, do you remember like they would sell uh, hockey fights VHSs and it was just nothing but hockey fights? It's yeah. like blooper VHSs, but I remember like, yeah, my friend had a hockey fights when we watched Yeah, it was like pre-Ultimate uh, Fighting Championship. You would trade the hockey tapes. Which is so funny because mm-hmm. now it's just like a, a, a compilation you find on YouTube, but back in the day you had to buy a VHS for that. Also, I don't watch hockey as much as I did. Are hockey fights still prevalent? I think they do happen, but they it's way more in like strict, like you get yeah. in trouble for doing it and then yeah. you get like suspended before they kind of encouraged it a little bit. Yeah. I remember as a kid, it was like, if the hockey, if the, if the player throws their gloves off, that means the fight is on. I think this will do mm. that. But I, I do think that there is consequences now. Throw the gloves off. That's it. The hockey fights breaking. They would like beat the shit of each other and then like separate. Like, all right, go keep playing. And it's like, that's fucking yeah. <laughs> it's a weird time. <laughs> so, uh, the movie starts with hockey after the retrospective, uh, during the retrospective, you find out that, um, at a hockey game, Adam Sandler's uh, Happy's dad actually dies when he takes a slap shot to the face, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny. Um, and then you find out that Happy has had a bunch of jobs that have never really worked out. Janitor, 
gas station attendant, construction worker. Um, and there's a funny gag here. While when he's a construction worker, he shoots his boss in the head with a nail gun. Yeah. Um, this boss is like a really scary guy who comes back later in the movie. Who was in uh, James Bond, right? Yeah, he's Jaws. Jaws and James from Bond, yeah. James Bond. Uh, I want to say it's Goldmember. Has he been Goldfinger? Goldmember is an Austin That's Powers, Powers movie. Yeah. <laughs> Goldfinger is the James Bond. Has he movie. been in any other movies? Richard Keel. Yeah, it's Richard Keel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, funny. I can't believe you guys can't don't remember this. This iconic classic film, Ega, which was. Oh. Uh, brought to the public mostly through Mystery Science Theater 3000. So interesting, you know, one of one of the b- biggest roles he ever. He played the caveman so Egon in that. He was actually the wow. caveman Egon and Jaws, but, but most famous, yeah, the the Bond, most the famous Bond Happy stuff. Gilmore. I would argue. Well, I would argue that, that you could say that nail in the head guy. Do you know that he got in a car accident uh, before filming that and he couldn't stand on his own? So that's, that's why, why he's, he's so fucked he, up. He's always leaning on a person oh. or a fence. I noticed that as a kid. Yeah. I always oh. noticed that even as a kid, I thought because I remember hearing as a child, like Andre the Giant was fucked up when they filmed The Princess Bride. Like, mm-hmm. that, oh, yeah, you know, and I just had this. Obviously, I'm wrong. But as a kid, I thought like if you were like a really big guy, like later on in life, you just your body like breaks down on you. But I mean, it, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Happen, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, because Andre the Giant was a pro wrestler, so sure, his body true. would break down on him anyways. This is stuff I didn't understand. But when I saw the movie as a kid, I thought like, oh, that big guy, he must have like the Andre the Giant thing going on because, oh, yeah. yeah, he's always like leaning on a guy mm-hmm. or, or like even at the end of the movie when he has to chase the bad guy, <laughs> yeah. it's a weird close up where he's always <laughs> like, Argh! and then you yeah. hear him. Kind of catching the guy off. You you never see it. So (laughs) that was always like a red flag in my mind as a child. Well, car accident. That explains it. And that's actually, you know, maybe he recovered and it wasn't like a life debilitating thing. I would like to think. Sure. Uh, So Happy opens the movie with uh, this flashback and then he goes to hockey tryouts where he doesn't make it on the team. He ends up like fighting the coach. Um, And then his girlfriend leaves him in the very next scene. I actually like that they move these through these scenes so quickly as a kid, I didn't realize that his girlfriend leaving him is like five minutes into the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. It basically sets up. I think it sets it up pretty well, honestly. Yeah. You know, it's so funny to me because I saw this movie 20 times or more as a mm-hmm. kid, hundred. Yeah. And I haven't seen it in a good 10 years at least. So watching it now, I'm older than happy Gilmore, but you know, last time I watched it, I was younger. Right. Happy Gilmore. Right. Right. And so my perspective of everything is skewed, right? Like I never quite understood that Amber when I was a kid was his girlfriend and was like leaving him, mm-hmm. even though I did understand that the way they portray it in the movie is so silly. It, yeah. As a kid, it always like, what was the deal with Amber? Like, was yeah, that yeah. like, <laughs> was that a serious relationship or what? You know, but yeah. um, now I realize like as an adult, they're just showing you that like, oh, his life is like falling apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost want to like start singing the song because I I I feel like I've quoted this scene so much yeah. throughout my whole life that I feel compelled to quote it now. Uh, but he, I'm not going to. When he licks that speaker thing, yeah. I as a kid was like that was the funniest idea to lick something that you shouldn't. Like I never consider I didn't consider that, but it was like it blew my mind. That was mind-blowing comedy for me at the time, guys. <laughs> yeah, I always liked when he just starts singing into the thing. Totally. But whatever, it's stupid. Um the very next scene, uh, we find out that he, uh, his grandmother's house is being foreclosed on after his dad died. He went to go live with his grandmother. She's always taking care of him, but now her house is being foreclosed on because she never paid her taxes. She owes 
drum roll, please, $257,000 to the government. Dang. That's... And they're going to take her house away. Grandma, you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um... So I guess that that like three story mansion she lives in is a two hundred and fifty seven thousand dollar house. I guess, or or that's the value of it. I was just that was the thing that struck me so crazy in twenty twenty two. I was like, that's the price of that house, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, a condo nowadays. Not even a you don't think you can even get a condo in San Diego. Even do a yeah, <laughs> it was uh, whack. Um, Adam uh, Sandler, Happy Gilmore puts his grandma into a old folks home uh, that is run by Ben Stiller on the surface. It seems like it's the nicest place ever, but as soon as he leaves uh, Ben Stiller turns into a monster. Do you know that it was not supposed to be Ben Stiller in that role? And it was originally going to be Rob Schneider. And then oh. Rob Schneider, apparently, this is what I read, turned this down. Cause like, you know, I got to get like real actors. Don't just have your friends in movies, get like real people. So he insisted on not being that role and having Ben Stiller do it instead, which is. Well, that was smart because I always thought Ben Stiller was like hilarious in this role. I quote this role to my kids more than I, I always, can I get uh, some goldfish crackers? You can get a nice glass to shut the hell up. I mean, I say it to them all the time, like <laughs> all the time I say this to them. Um, ben Stiller in the, uh, you know, and I didn't see a lot of his stuff when he was kind of blowing up in the, you know, 90s, whenever. Late 90s? Yeah. yeah. Early 2000s? Um, yeah. So I missed a lot of that when it originally came out. But anytime I ever saw him in some movie where he would show up as the asshole yeah. or the whatever standoffish guy, that it, it upgraded the movie to me. I mm -hmm. always love him in that role. Uh, the best, the best being. Uh, heavyweights and uh, oh yeah, that's uh, and dodgeball. He's like the same fucking character. That's true. The the evil supervillain that took over the you know whatever mm -hmm. kind of guy. Yeah, and but, I heard that they're gonna bring him back for a new movie with that character. Oh really? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Huh? They I I heard something that they were actually they were working on a, a dodgeball follow up, and they're yeah. like, but but they said like we're only doing it if like I think it came down to that like yo if Ben can like wants to do that character again we'll do it otherwise we're not. Hmm. Um, is what I had heard, but yeah, yeah, which to me sounds like. Maybe don't do the movie <laughs> if it's all hinging on one guy doing one character. That sounds like a recipe for a really shitty movie. Probably, <laughs> probably. Yeah, but but if know, I get to see him do that, I'll, I will. I the will be first there. dodgeball movie, like if it's not for Ben Stiller, everyone else is kind of like whatever. But I went yeah. into that movie not knowing Ben Stiller was there. Yeah, to do yeah, so, totally. so exactly. So you already had my interest, and the fact that he was there doing that character was like, oh, this puts it over the top. Yeah, but if your selling point is him doing that character, I'm like, well, then what's getting me in the door besides that? Yeah, I mean, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just have Ben Stiller <laughs> do YouTube videos. Save your money. <laughs> so, Rocco, I'm I'm kind of curious. Like, we're like, you know, we're not that far in the movie. What are you thinking at this point? Like, how are you feeling about this movie? At this um. Point? Okay. So, not to whatever. When we when we got to, I, I, I'm I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Uh, when it comes to comedy movies, this is just me, but. I have found that over the years, I realized that I am drawn to personalities more than that. That It's a personality that will make or break a comedy for me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, a movie UHF. You're not going to sit there and praise the script for that. It's not that great. But I love Weird Al, so that draws me to the movie. You know what I mean? Things like that. Um, 
so when this started and Adam Sandler was singing into that speaker and I'm like, oh no, this, oh fuck. Uh, that being said, what I didn't anticipate, and I was surprised kind of by this point, especially when they were, you know, like when the tax guy came to the house, which I think yeah. that was Robert Smigel. That surprised me. <laughs> You're going to hate me. Um, <laughs> but I did not realize, I kind of didn't realize how uh, UHF-esque this movie really was. And just in terms of like, or you could say UHF or Naked Gun or whatever. You know what I mean? That kind of like full commitment to just, uh, I don't even know what you would brand that kind of comedy. But you know what I mean when it's a just full blo- like like yeah oh it's silly and we're gonna fucking commit to it being silly mm-hmm. him getting thrown out the window you know what I mean right. that's all very kind yeah. of Weird Al music video humor you know what I'm you realizing know, is my Rocco, comparison I'm gonna call you out here mm-hmm. I don't I think that you you say you don't like comedies but then you're always referencing comedies that you like uh, I think it's that just you, not often I think that you consumed a lot of 80s comedies but mm-hmm. maybe never moved into 90s comedies. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, even Ghostbusters is a kind of comedy. Yeah. And and I feel like what you're saying holds true for a lot of movies from the 90s, that these are comedy actors that were in all these beloved 80s comedy shows and movies, but then they just moved into these 90s movies, mm-hmm. but that you just never like kind of consumed. Mm-hmm. Um, just listening to you now, I'm realizing like, yeah, I mean, you do like VHS or uh, UHF, mm-hmm. uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. We talked about that and all these John Candy movies, all these Steve Martin movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think for whatever reason, you hit a point in your timeline where no more, you know, when the 90s hit, you were like, <laughs> I'm out of the comedy scene. <laughs> um, but to be fair, like with UHF, I didn't see that till the early 2000s. You know, I didn't mm. watch it until then or... or uh, a lot of these movies I didn't see till later. I do think, though, there's something to what you're saying about, um, again, as I mentioned, it's personalities that would get me to watch these things. And I really wasn't, um, again, like uh, Ben Stiller, or uh, I'm sorry, Adam Sandler had SNL yeah. and Jim Carrey had whatever. I really wasn't watching those shows in the 90s. And so I think a lot of these personalities I didn't really know about know much about weird al i didn't get into until the early 2000s so when i saw his movie i was like oh that was fun you know whatever mm, but um, yeah but that that is a gap in my yeah where i really kind of wasn't uh participating in that i always gravitated movie. towards these movies it not with my parents my parents never watched these movies mm-hmm. i feel like these snl uh alumni movies like billy madison happy gilmore tommy boy black yep. sheep yeah, yeah. And even going on as I got a little bit older, uh, some other comedy movies. I don't know why my friends always wanted to watch Half Baked. Yeah, Half Baked <laughs> is a movie I watched a lot too. I was never really into that no, movie, me neither, but, but I've seen that movie like twenty fucking times. Yeah. Uh, but they were all a collection of these comedy movies that like we would watch when our parents weren't around. Yeah. you know, like oh yeah. my mom's at work. Let's put on Happy Gilmore right. because she's not gonna. Well, even watch Ace this. Ventura, I would. You know, my parents were not watching that. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, you're totally right. You're right. So I, maybe not having, you know, if you didn't have friends who were into these movies, because I was yeah. always just with friends and be like, what yeah. are we gonna do? Let's watch Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Let's I, watch The Water Boy. I really didn't, and I know this might sound dorky or whatever, however it sounds, but I think I was in a weird situation too. I was really in sync with what my parents were into. Like my parents you know we're into video games and they were constantly showing me like sci-fi movies and stuff and i like that so you know what i mean they were kind of my gateway to the things i was discovering more than like kids at school mm-hmm. you know what i mean we yeah. were in sync to a point and then like yeah. early 2000s it was like yeah i'm you're watching yeah uh, 
ER all the time. I don't want to see that huh. shit. That's fine. You know, but you know what I'm saying. Anyway, I think that was what was different, though, maybe for me. Yeah, I yeah. didn't really have that. My family would, uh, we would go to the movies once a week. So, yeah, like, no I, matter yeah, what. We, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I never had that kind of. Um, I remember like every Sunday, like my dad would just open up the newspaper to the movie page and just start reading. Like, these are all the movies that are playing, you know? Oh, that's so cool. And, mm-hmm. uh, we would all take turns picking. So every like third week or fourth week, I would get to pick the movie. So I would get to force my parents to go see Happy Gilmore, mm. go see Jumanji. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Movies that they would never go to. So, yeah. Um, that's yeah. interesting. Dude, that's you lived movie club. You know, yeah. I did. Yeah, <laughs> you really did. Bit. Yeah. Saw a lot. Of, I, a lot of these movies I remember. Like, that's why I'm always like, yeah, I saw this in theaters. With yeah, because we would go once <laughs> you, a week. You to once the a week. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's funny with my yeah, with my family going to the theater it was like a bit like, oh, this thing. We're going to go to the theater to see like it was some big deal. And it's so funny. They still act that way now. It was like, I think we might go see that new Star Wars. It's like, yeah. OK. Yeah. Well, I remember okay. seeing <laughs> the <laughs> shittiest movie. Yeah. Like, why are we here? Like. <laughs> we saw like Sense and Sensibility what? in theaters in like 1995, I, <laughs> you know, or just like yeah. anything, you know, yeah. just any random movie we'd go see. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're still in the beginning of this movie I here. <laughs> Adam Sandler is at his grandma's house. He's hanging out with the movers and they find some golf clubs and they start fucking around driving golf balls on the street, which is all, always a bad idea. Even as a kid, you're like, you can't hit golf balls in a neighborhood. Like yeah. you'll kill somebody. Um, but Adam like makes fun of them. It's Will Sasso. By the way, from, from yeah. Mad TV, oh, is surprised. one of the movers, oh. yeah. and another guy. And uh, Happy Gilmore's making fun of him, like, "Oh, you hit like a girl. Let's see you do it." So he he tees up and uh, hits the ball all the way down the block, four hundred yards, it's like professional level. Breaks a window. This is one of my favorite scenes. Uh, always has been. Yeah, they're like, "Holy shit! I can't believe you did that. What is that good? That's like fucking pro beginner's luck. Do it again. I'll give you twenty bucks." Yeah. All right, he hits it again. Goes to the same house, and the guy's on the front door. Hey, you're going to pay for that window. (laughs) Falls down, like beans him in the head. Holy shit. Hey, double. You just hit that guy. Hey, double or nothing. All right. Hits it a third time. Woman on the top floor. Are you okay, honey? She gets hit with the ball, tumbles out of the window, falls off the second floor. That, to me, is like the movie actually uh, has... A lot of moments like that where I feel like are really, um, what am I trying to say? I think in, a pa- in the past, I, I've criticized comedy movies for being kind of funny, but never reaching this level where I was just cackling. Yeah. That this scene in that movie is that for me. And I feel like this movie has a couple of scenes like that for me. Yeah. And this to me as a kid was like the epitome of humor where like he yeah. just keeps doing it and it keeps getting progressively worse was so and funny to me. Actually, I thought about it a lot. I still think this is funny. This scene doesn't make me laugh because I've seen it so many times, but I feel like I miss the cartoon violence Mm -hmm. (laughs) of comedy movies. I miss like the Three Stooges-esque, like, you know, this movie has Adam Sandler gets into a batting cage and lets the baseball hit him in the face and chest because he wants to toughen up. Mm -hmm. And a little kid is watching him and goes, Cool. And as soon as Adam leaves to talk to another character in the background, you see that kid get in the batting cage and just start taking baseballs to the face. That to me is the, is like the cartoon violence that I, I miss um, from like, you know, newer comedies that I watch or, and maybe it's there and I'm just not seeing it, but I feel like this movie kind of excels in that style of humor. I agree. I completely agree. Um, Big influence on me personally. I feel like mega 64 does this kind of humor, you know, 
we have a gag where uh, Horatio characters on the second floor. Ah, I got to get out of here. I'm take the fire pole. We don't have a fire pole. And it just shows him jumping out a window yeah. and hitting the pavement. Right. And we just toss a dummy out the window. Right. And he like gets up and dusts himself off. Like, where the fuck fire pole go? Yeah, and it just yeah. goes on with his day. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just love this, this kind of humor. Yeah, yeah. Completely agree. Um, so at the it's at the club after they gets hit with the balls where he meets Chubbs, the old uh, golf pro, right? Who is um, well, he decides that he can make money hitting the golf ball really right, far. So he goes right. to the driving range and he's charging people money, like, "Hey, who thinks I can hit it over the highway?" Mm-hmm. And Chubbs is there watching him. That's right. That's right. Then Adam goes uh, happy, goes to the batting cage just to toughen up, and Chubb comes and talks to him and basically tells him, "You should go pro. Um, you'd be great. I could train you." You know, you're rough around the edges, but I can train you. Happy Gilmore's like, I'm not interested. I'm a hockey player, not a golfer. Golf sucks. But Chubb says, you can make a lot of money if you win this tournament. And, of course, he wants to save his grandma's house, so he agrees to do it. Um, He signs up to enter the amateur tournament, and we meet the other main characters in this movie, which are uh, the big pro on the course is Shooter McGavin. Mm-hmm. And then the woman who's the PR. Which is... Um, director for the tour i always want to say is veronica vaughn but that's uh virginia virginia bennett thank you veronica vaughn is for some reason i don't know why this is all of um uh adam sandler's love interests start with a v Hmm. and that's like a a a running theme in all of his movies where it's like veronica vaughn virginia bennett and then like it's like vicky valentine and Waterboy. it just keeps going where it's like i don't know why that is it's a reference to the love goddess venus oh maybe we're going to go with that one. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, Yeah, so the movie is not that long, actually. I appreciate that it moves briskly. It's a tight, like, is it even two hours? I feel like no, it's, no, ni- it it's like, like 90 right minutes. And you know, yeah. so it's like 45 minutes of him kind of getting into this tournament and then 45 minutes of him going through the tournament. I kind of like it, though, because it really is like, it, you know, it's not the most you know, original crazy idea where it's like, you win this tournament, you're on the pro tour. Like obviously that would never happen. And this movie, I was even thinking about, this is not even the most original movie. This is just stranger in a strange world. This is like Mm -hmm. devil wears Prada or the princess bride or the terminal, Mm -hmm. right? A guy from another world enters this, the, the opposite world of what he's used to. And he has to figure out how to thrive in it. Yeah. And you know, like, yeah. So like, Watch the movie, you know he's going to win the tournament somehow. But it's just all the little things about it are funny. Like him, like his caddy, for example, like taking his clubs and he beats the shit out of him because he thought he's stealing his clubs. You know, little moments like that, like I'm laughing the whole way through. So I don't really care that the plot is kind of like, I get what's going on. And I don't think it's a question of can he win the tournament. It's the threat is will he get kicked out of the tournament before he can win because he's so rough around the edges. Yeah. And he's kind of destroying the game of golf. Like the the one of my favorite scenes too is when he's trying to putt for the first time and he can't do it and just this guy's far away on the hill and we're like this guy's serious and then like he just keeps talking shit yeah and then uh, he finally makes it and he goes it's about time and then like out of nowhere from down the hill Happy Gilmore's walking it is about time I want to get in the hole I couldn't do it and he beats the sh- he takes the guy's shirt off in one motion and punches him in the face and just walks away and it's like this movie fucking rules I don't know that's, that's like that's such a funny setup for that joke. <laughs> Yeah, he's constantly beating people up. Uh, he meets Kevin Nealon, who is like this real hippie golfer. Uh, he gets a caddy who is a homeless uh, person, played by his friend, who's in Gra- all... Grandma Boy's guy. I don't know. Uh, uh, I can get it. Otto. No, no, no. What is... He plays... The caddy's name is Otto. Yeah, who's I don't... the actor? I'll look it Okay, up. this actor is in all of Adam Sandler's movies, and he did star in the movie Grandma's Boy. Alan Cove... 
Covert? Oh, Covert? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Alan Covert. Yeah. yeah. I, I never knew said. that this was Alan Covert. I think this is his best role ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, because he plays a homeless guy who never speaks. But mm. to me, I grew up watching this movie and I always just liked the homeless guy caddy. Yeah. And he was always just a very authentic, charming small character in this movie. Yeah. yeah. And then in other Adam Sandler movies, that actor has bigger roles and it always, he always kind of stuck out like a sore thumb, to be honest, <laughs> nothing against him, but he always just kind of stuck out. Yeah. I, you know what though? And I will forgive him in the wedding singer. I think he's great in that. Okay, movie. I don't know who he is in The Wedding Singer. Who? So he must not stick out in that no, one. He's like the main. He's the best. He's the limo driver. He's his best friend who always dressed like Michael Jackson, like the jacket. And okay, like, so he is great in that movie. He's too. great in that movie. I like Alan Cover in movies where you kind of don't realize it's him. Sure. When he's kind of just like a subtle side character. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, like he's in Grandma's Boy, and that's not my favorite Happy Madison movie. No. Um, I just feel like he's he's a really good side character. You know, that's he's his, a really that's his role. He is a fucking great side complimentary actor to Adam Sandler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Adam has his caddy. He's winning the tournament. Shooter McGavin is his enemy. Shooter McGavin. Um, again, I don't know this actor's name either, but he's great. Oh, uh, um, I have it right here. Christopher Chris, McDonald. Yeah. Christopher McDonald. He's awesome. This is his best role. He turned down this role originally. Really? Yeah, because he said he was, he's like, I always put the villain. Like, I, I can't just be a villain again. Yeah. And so then they offered uh, the role to Kevin Costner, but Kevin Costner disagreed to do 10 Cup. He's like, I can't do two golf movies in a row. That's weird. Uh. So then he didn't do it. And then uh, later, uh, 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 Christopher McDonald like, came back to him like, no, I will do it. I think all I'm right. Fine. Ten more million dollars, I'll, I'll do it after all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some good golf in Waterworld, too. So he, he oh, really? Kevin Costner just Kevin loves Costner, golf. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Shooter McGavin is like a classic high school bully. He just doesn't like Happy Gilmore. He's always like playing pranks on him. He hires a guy to harass him to uh, get Happy, you dude, know, thrown off his game. This is not the most enthralling plot point. A guy just keeps calling Happy Gilmore a jackass and fucks up his game. I um, you guys are probably gonna think I'm crazy, but that guy, I've always had this deep hatred of him, and I could never figure out why I hated. It's because of this movie? No. Oh. Because you guys ever seen the movie Follow That Bird with Big Bird as Sesame oh, yeah. Street? No. This, well, as a kid, that was like my movie. Like, I, I'm yeah. talking like three year old. That was oh, my yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. He's the guy who steals Big Bird and paints him blue. Yeah. And I did not realize it was him until I was reading. I'm like, that's why I hated that fucking guy oh, so no. much. We're talking Subliminal. Joe, we're talking yeah. Joe Flaherty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I always loved that guy for as a, as a kid. Uh, I mean, somehow I was able to forgive him for that. I couldn't. Uh, but he was in random shit I watched all the time, and I always thought he was funny. And uh, that was one of the SNL sketches my parents showed me. Was he was like, he was like Abe Lincoln in his time machine or something mm. like that. I think he was a Second City guy. I don't think he was really an SNL guy. Oh. But he did for some reason he did a couple SNL things or something. I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. And he also shows up if you remember in Back to the Future. Do you remember where? No. He's in Back to the Future. Are you Marty McFly? Yeah. I oh, was told to come oh, to this area. And no yeah, way. He, he brings, on behalf of the bank, Whoa. brings uh, Marty the note at the end of part two. That's crazy. We've had this note for 75 years. Yeah. Anyway. It, it was when I looked it up, it blew my fucking mind when I saw it the, the other day. There's some bit actors that pick, to me, always pick great projects. 
Some are that that are the opposite. There's some bit actors that anytime I see them, I go, oh, this is going to be a piece of shit. Oh, it was, yeah. But that guy, for some reason, was always in stuff I loved mm -hmm. as a kid. That guy would always make a cameo or make a... I don't know what it was, but anyway. So, um, yeah. Somehow I forgave him for Follow That Bird because I remember crying like a fucking... I I'm oh a kid, my right? Because you were little kids. Oh, but my God. I remember my grandma calling my parents because I watched it at her house and I was dying. And she's like, this movie's wrecking rock. I remember her calling going like, I don't know if he's going to recover from this one. I, <laughs> I'm guessing you haven't seen that movie in about 25 years, Rocco. <laughs> no. uh, but oh, my kids the watched least. the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. And I've seen it. You know, they're older now, but I saw it recently. Yeah. It holds up. It's not oh, really. It's not bad. It's a pretty. If you guys <laughs> check out Follow That Bird, <laughs> it's not that bad. Hey, that might be a movie club. We might be going back to Sesame Street here, dude. That'd be club. that'd be a wild pick. <laughs> oh man, the youngest demographic movie we've ever had on <laughs> fucking Follow That club. Bird. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. Uh. So yeah. Then he later on goes. I'm trying to think of where we're at right now. By the way, um. So. Where we're at is uh, Shooter McGavin hired this guy to throw Happy Gilmore off his game, and right, it yeah. works. And uh, I think what happens is Happy Gilmore gets so angry at this guy that he gets into a fight with Bob Barker. Yeah, and so that that's exactly right. And so it's one of those things where, you know, obviously Happy Gilmore has a temper, and now, like, he says, we'll throw you off the tour if you're an asshole again. So now Shooter knows this. He was in the room, and I was trying to get him to get thrown off the tour because he hates him. And, yeah, the fight with the, the part with Bob Barker as a kid, again, not knowing what was going to happen, was so awesome because I love The Price is Right back in the day, too. Just the fact that he was even in an Adam Sandler movie I thought was cool. And then where <laughs> it ends up going was, like, so rad. I guess I read into this that um, Bob Barker, uh, first off, they wanted to get... um. What the fuck? Uh, Ed McMahon to do this. Okay. Uh, he turned it down once he found out there was cursing in the movie. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, then um, they wanted Bob Barker, who uh, only agreed to do it because he has been tra he was training a karate training or martial arts training with his next door neighbor, who was Chuck Norris, which is weird. Nice. Yeah. And once he found out that he won the fight, he's like, all right, I'll do it. Like he's like, I, but he also agreed. He's like, I have to do my own stunts. Yeah. So like he like, was like a stickler on that too. Like I have to win the fight and do my own stunts, which is fucking cool to me. I don't know. Um, this was the only thing I had ever seen or known from this movie. And I will say as a kid seeing the clips from this, it was shocking and funny to me. I, you know, my, my fucking anytime like my grandparents watched me or whatever as a kid, it was always Price is Right was on TV. Yeah. And so to see Bob Barker in this scene, I, I did think uh, I, every time I saw a clip of it, I was like, that's what's in this movie. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I remember later in life seeing um, some shirt, some site that I went to that sold a bunch of jokey shirts. I used to shop at um, had a shirt that said the price is wrong, bitch. And I remember thinking, that's fucking hilarious. What a great shirt idea. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I told you and you're like, you, you know, it's, that's a quote. That's from Happy Gilmore. I was like. What? <laughs> they say that? So anyway, yeah. always thought this the whole thing was funny. And and it w way better than if they had Ed McMahon do it. Ed McMahon was in a lot of jokey shit yeah. in the 90s. I think he kind of played that role a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, isn't it funny? Ed McMahon showing up? I remember seeing him in that position a lot. And so having Bob Barker is way more surprising. The, the script, too, was just that Happy Gamer punches someone yeah. in the face. And that's where it cuts. And then he gets yeah. on off the tour. 
<laughs> but then when they got Bob Barker and he's like, no, 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 we should make a, like, a fight scene. It was like Bob Barker's like suggestion. They do this like whole extended yeah. fight scene. That was a, which yeah, like is better. a great one of the best moments of the whole movie. I think. Yeah, you know? I agree. I think it's one of the best moments in cinematic history. Hell to yeah. be honest, I think you guys are underselling it. Uh, the significance of the Bob Barker, Adam Sandler fight scene. Yeah. No joke. I think this is the reason Adam Sandler has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I think if this fight scene never happened, Adam Sandler would have a much different career. I, you know what? That's um, not a crazy thought. Yeah, and I'm not exaggerating. I can't think of another movie where you have an instance like this. Uh, television host Bob Barker, who is everybody's grandma's favorite television star, <laughs> yeah. getting into a fist fight right. with a hockey player bad boy, beating his ass and calling him a bitch. Yeah. I don't think that's ever happened before or since <laughs> yeah. in film history. Oh, look at what happened here. A little Ooh. costume change. <laughs> no, 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 naughty goat. Wow. Man. We had to change our costumes. I don't even know if that's Adam Sandler anymore. I don't know, but if you're uh, an you're audio listener, you just got a fucking heart attack. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to wake you up. The Bob Barker talk just wasn't mm -hmm. just wasn't hitting. Yeah, we reviewed the tapes. We're like, this is a little boring. Well, we, we reviewed it and we realized we never said, please spay and neuter your pets. You know, yeah. which he would have wanted. So we wanted to get that in there. If you've got a pet, just right now, pause the video and spay or, or neuter them. Yeah. Good night, Go everybody. Ahead. This has been the most confusing ending to an episode of Movie Club. Yeah. See you next time. No. <laughs> um. Hey, we're a totally independent production company here, and sometimes our Equipment craps out on us. It happens to the best. And our oh, audio, man. 40 minutes into our episode, cut out. We were reviewing the tapes. We were yeah. like, right in the middle of our Bob Barker fight scene talk. I went on to talk about how Bob Barker inspired Family Guy. And it's probably, you know. Yeah, yeah that chicken, the chicken fight. Chicken yeah, fight yeah, was yeah. by Bob Barker. <laughs> and we can rehash all of that. And we probably will. But here we are one day later. Yeah, we're we back. We've had time to reflect. Maybe we've changed our mind on what we think about this movie. Maybe we've yeah, Rocco. Maybe yeah. we've uh, grown. Yeah, I may reflect on the score. Maybe we a little bit. We've all did some hard soul searching. I don't know. Yeah, um, but you know what? It's what's funny is we didn't scrap the episode because we looked and it was like we were forty minutes in and we had only gone on for about ten more minutes after that point. So we yeah. thought, yeah. let's just come back. Let's just recap that final 10 minutes and just make it a great old episode. So here yeah. we are, new clothes, same conversation. Yeah. And, same and, movie. And no matter what, it's going to be better than the Train to Busan episode, which was a great discussion, by the way, uh, but marred forever by the fact you can't hear me. And uh, without my voice, you know, what do you It's just. I um, did that on the, purpose. The worst. Oh. I made that happen because I didn't care. It did seem, in all honesty, it did seem intentional because you yeah. guys sound so good and you got all these thoughts and then you go, yeah, so what did Rocco think? You so, know, anyway. normally Derek is the one who has is crushed with microphone issues. So now you know it's like to be him. But I used mm -hmm. Derek's mic. Oh, my God, you did. So Legitimately. The, gods, oh, the audio gods were <laughs> trying to smite it. It was a Final Destination situation. Oh, my God. What's yeah. up? Is it my voice? Is it my levels? Is it that I'm always the, screaming into the microphone? <laughs> that I just destroy all mics? We are really not... not to, I know we want to talk about this movie, but this is a real thing for years that we have talked about here, and it's not a joke. Here at Mega 64, whenever we like do a show or maybe we did an award show, maybe we do the, you know, the, the Firefall thing that we did a million years ago, uh, Derek always has some weird thing with his mic. Yeah. Not his fault, but like 
mics will die on him. They will like not record his voice randomly. It's I uh, remember you guys years would always years. joke about it, and I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Until we were like on like the Universal Studios back lot filming something, and yeah, the Warcraft they, thing, right? They put something like, something like that, or or maybe something I'm not sure, but yeah. they put like a lav mic on me, yeah, yeah. and that died, and yeah. I was like the only person in the room who had a dead lav mic, and I was like, completely. Oh, there is a there then is a Then the guy, I, I remember vividly, the guy went and changed the batteries out on it. Like, yeah. okay, there we go. And yeah. walked away. And then five minutes later, I was like, oh, yeah, I gave you dead batteries. Like, what? what is happening? Like, yeah. why? There is a why? weird thing around Derek with microphones. It's and like that Final is a, Destination. Yeah. You know, the reaper's Audi- coming from Audible Destination. The universe Final. wants to stop you from talking. And I was the one who was talking when the audio cut out. That's true. On yesterday's That's true. Yesterday's Review, yesterday's we reviewed episode. the tape. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say too much. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope we, I mean, we got to the Bob Barker fart at least, fart. The <laughs> classic, classic Bob Barker Bob fart. We're talking about the deleted scenes of Happy were you, Gilmore Were you now. looking in my uh, Pornhub search history or what's <laughs> going Bob on, Bob Barker dude? fart. I really don't want you to I'm sure Bob that. Barker never farted. Never. How much would you pay for this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, the fight. Yeah. Uh, you know, did we get to the end of the movie? I don't. I don't know if we did. I don't even remember where we were. Uh, all you know, I will say the Bob Barker fight, in my opinion, is the funniest fight in in cinema history. Is where I left off, and then I mm. went on to say, you know, Family Guy famously made a whole career, funny TV show. One of their most famous bits was Peter Griffin versus the chicken, and I feel like they just ripped off this Bob Barker fight. Same vibe, yeah. Just totally stole this bit, and, you know, credit to where credit is due. Adam Mm -hmm. Sandler originated uh, the extended fight bit. Yeah. That's that's a really good point, though. You said, I think you said it might be the funniest fight in cinema history. I'm like, yeah, what would be a funnier fight? I can't think. I... You know, as much as I want to be all like, oh, Adam Sandler, pff, I'm I'm trying to think. I can't think of a funnier fight. I would argue that there are other fights that might make you laugh more. And you might get entertained oh, by them, like yeah. the fight in They Live. I was just going to say, that's the only one that I could think of. I was dying by the end of it, but it, was, but this, but it wasn't like I've a comedy. I've never seen that. Extreme. Oh. Yeah, Sean, that... I think you. We might have to do a, a movie. I might have my movie picked. Oh yeah, my gosh! We might have to make a. Special I don't know about that, but uh, you know, the thing I will say about this fight is that this is a pure comedy yeah. fight. Yeah. That one, it's kind of funny, and you know, it goes on to it's, the point, yeah, where you you are laughing, and it was even parodied in South Park, yeah, as a as a straight comedy fight, yeah. But I don't know this one. That's different. Uh, it it is little, different. This one's just a little funnier, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think this is a great. A great fight. And it, I think it's a, one of those moments that, like, you know, I feel like when they made this movie, they know we have this as, like, the ace in our, the, our pocket, where it's like, people yeah, are we'll going to be whatever on this movie, maybe, but we have this scene and everyone's going to like this. Yeah. And I really think you just can't top the fact that it's Bob Barker as himself. So yeah. you can't. 100%. The, you would have to get, like, uh, Jim Carrey fighting. Uh, the dude from I, The Voice. I uh, honestly, who, who, who's the guy married to Gwen Stefani? Adam. Le- oh no, uh, oh, oh, Blake Shelton. Yeah, yeah Blake you Shelton. have to get like Jim Carrey, Blake Shelton, like death match <laughs> to, 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 I, to reach the levels of this. Bob did Parker not think fight. we'd be talking but about that. I honestly was trying to like because my kids watch this movie a lot. This is Lennon's like one of her favorite movies. She watched. Okay. She uh, <laughs> for her uh, dance class, they had like dress like who you want Halloween day. 
and she chose ha- uh, Happy Gilmore. So no one got it but her, huh. but she fucking nailed the costume. She looked great. But I try to explain, like, him fighting Bob Barker is so funny. Trying to explain, like, what's a celebrity that I could, like, point to? Like, it's funny because it's, he's like this guy, you know? But I couldn't think of one that was, like, the equivalent of today that like Bob Barker was then, you know? I couldn't figure Blake it out. Blake Howie Mandel. <laughs> Blake uh, and even, no, because Bob Barker was, like, so old. He was old and, like, never really a comedian. He was just a nice old man. That's a, He always mm-hmm. was just that to me. Yeah, yeah you it, would never think he'd get into any trouble whatsoever. It'd be like yeah. fighting uh, Ken Jennings. <laughs> yeah, or Pat Sajak, or like <laughs> Pat Sajak. I guess like you know he Mark just died, Sorry. but like Alex Trebek would be another one where it's like you wouldn't see that ever happening. That would be a surprise. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would I will make an argument though. If there's a scene now with uh, someone fights Mark Summers, I think that would be pretty Ooh, on the level. Yeah. You know, like you never think that guy. Although mm-hmm. if you follow him on Twitter, all he does is complain at brands all day. Yeah, like Southwest Mark Airlines, Summer? Southwest Airlines. This, this plane is so unacceptable. If it was somebody, you know, like a bad boy and he wanted to fight Mario Lopez and Mario Lopez would beat the shit out of him, mm-hmm, that would mm-hmm. be funny. And that then Mario would be. Lopez is like, uh, welcome to Hollywood, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like that bell's not going to save you, bitch. Yeah. So, you know, until we get that, Bob Barker yeah. is I have supreme. One. Such yeah. an, uh, this is a, I'm going to go on Mario Lopez rant. I have a, he is like, I hate him. What? I hate I'm gonna, Mario Lopez. I'm going to go oh, on a no. fucking Mario Lopez rant. This guy, oh, this fucking pretty boy, I'm oh, so God. sick of him. Mario Lopez is about to have a bad day. <laughs> I'm so, you know what? I know he subs on Patreon and he loves our movie club episodes. And he's but from San Diego. I know. And so why is he at every fucking Dodgers game with the Dodgers hat on? He's just trying to get on fucking screen. Green. Fuck him. Is Fuck that- you. You're not from San Diego, you I'm- bitch. Anyways, sorry. I'm, 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 I like him. Nah, fuck him. He thinks he's so good looking with his dimples. Fuck you. He, he is good looking. I don't know. Counterpoint. He, I don't know if he thinks he's good looking or if he no, is he good looking. He, no, he's, no, here's the thing. Yeah, he's good looking. He's very good looking, but he knows it. And fuck you for that. I have heard, this is just things I've heard <laughs> <laughs> behind the scenes. I yeah. have heard he had, because he. He has not aged much. Yeah, I have heard he has in the the best surgeons. Yeah, there's no way that guy I is natural. No way. But there are people you could tell like, oh yeah, you went under the knife. I I think they did a good job. This fucking guy is a Dodgers fan. Get out of here with that. Is that why? Is that because he's not a Padres fan? Why um, you hate him so much, or is there something else? No, it's that. Uh, okay, okay. Huh. And it's only because. <laughs> Every time the Padres are playing the Dodgers and we're inevitably usually getting our ass kicked, they always cuss to fucking Mario Lopez in his oh. fucking front row seats oh. with his Dodger hat on. Oh, and so I, he's like a traitor. I just, yeah. He's I like just, Benedict Arnold. Yeah, I just equate it to like, oh, the Padres are losing. Let's find Mario Lopez tonight. And he's always fucking there. Benedict Slater. They oh. like go to the most famous San Diegan in the stadium mm-hmm. and he's rooting for the, for the now, Dodgers. And that's why forever okay, I'll, love, I'll love Emma Stone because she's a Padres fan and she went to the Mets game wearing a Padres jacket, and no, whoever does that, no one. Who Emma, is Emma Stone again? Emma Stone is like, uh, she was. Um, I know that is it Hermione. La La Land. No, that's Emma Watson. Easy A. Uh, La La Land. Well, yeah, she was uh, in Superbad. She was in. Um, okay, yeah, Emma okay. Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah, she was in uh, the Sp- Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah, the good ones. The good she ones. Was in the good ones. Okay. Anyways, okay. we on a total rant. I apologize. Oh my goodness. That's fine. No, yeah. I think people want to know like, what you think of Mario Lopez. <laughs> yeah, they had dying to know. That's Emma Stone. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. Oh, oh uh, Cruella. 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 Yeah. Cruella. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Cruella. Anyways. Anyways, I'm waiting for Emma Stone to have a hit. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't she win for La La Land? Uh, probably. Didn't she, I think Johnny, she, won, she, I think she won an Oscar. <laughs> she won an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was one of those little indie darlings. Mm. Not, not a lot of people saw that one. Mm. Just three Oscars? Three Oscars? Best actress and two best supporting. She has three Oscars. How do you get three Oscars Whoa. and you never have a hit movie? What? Easy A and Cruella? They're just <laughs> handing out Oscars for anything these days. Talk about an Easy A. That Oscars. Wow. What else Extremely is she? Easy. Crazy Stupid Love. I'm Zombieland. not going to watch a movie called Crazy Stupid Anything. Yeah. Because that doesn't describe me and the things I like. Oh. Super Bad. Sorry, You're alarm. kidding me if she won an Oscar for Super Bad or Zombie. I think that she did. Oh, that the favorite was good. That was what a weird favorite? movie. I like the favorite. Uh, what's that? About? Oh, oh, the, the favorite. favorite. Yeah, that was yeah. good, dude. That movie. That movie ruled. I liked that it. movie was good. That yeah. movie was good. Okay. Well, you know what? Shouts right. out Emma Stone, Potter's you know fan. What? I just realized Emma Stone's done a lot with her career. Yeah. And I'm just not. I don't have any Oscars. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Mark you know who also doesn't though? Yeah. Adam Sandler, and I think he should. Yeah, that's true. Did he get? He got. No, he no. got snubbed he got for snubbed. Uh, yeah. Uncut Gems. Like he didn't get shit. I never, that I never movie. saw it. I meant for this movie, but oh. sure, Uncut Gems too. That's fine. You never saw Uncut Gems? No, I was told by our friend Johnny to not see it because I'd be too uncomfortable, and I think he was right. Oh uh, my god! I, 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 it is it. There are stressful movies. Yeah, it is, but I didn't think it was a stressful movie in the sense of like what. There's some that I watch where I'm just like, yo, shut the fuck up, like stop. This was one where I would. I thought he was a compelling character. Really? I, I. I I don't think it's to a point where you would be like, fuck this. I, that, I, I actually think you'd really enjoy it. Uh, Punch Drunk Love with Adam Sandler, I could not do. Now, this, I that, I, I haven't seen it in like 20 years or something like that, whenever the hell it came out. But I was, I never saw the whole thing. Someone had it on and I was like, shut, please turn this off. I'm over this. Yeah. I was fed up at the time. Um, this, I didn't feel that way. Okay. Well, maybe I'll check it out. Uh, yeah. I like Punch Drunk Love because I like uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm -hmm. Me too. And so I think any movie he makes, I'm just going to. Sure. Tolerate anything because mm, I just yeah. feel like I'm along for the ride with that guy. Even mm. when it's bad, I kind of get a kick out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely that way now, but at the time, I did not give it a fair shake. I saw some of it and I was like, off, off, yeah. turn it off. That being said, it's not my favorite PTA oh, okay. or Sandman movie. Mm -hmm. So, oh, there you, you know. Go. I think that legitimately, this is my favorite Sandler movie. This is my favorite. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. Hotel Transylvania didn't make the cut. Sorry, Hotel guys. Transylvania is awesome. Let's list all the awesome Adam Sandler movies. That right? Rocco refuses to see. First off, Billy Madison. Great. We already watched on this Watch movie. It. Yeah. Got on this movie club uh, show. Yeah. What was our review of that movie? I don't even remember. I, I think we all generally liked we that all, one. I think we all liked it. I think I gave it four. Maybe I gave it okay. Um. Yeah. I... I I remember you guys were braced for my low score on that. Mm -hmm. I've always, you know, of my my anti Sandman ways, but uh, I thought I gave it a two or a three. I thought okay, and I will say, you know, we're getting into the discussion here. Um, I think I did prefer that movie to this one. Uh, really liked that this one fully committed to, like I said, kind of that Naked Gun esque. I mean, it's not quite like that, but you know what I mean. Fully committed to like it's over the top. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, Adam Sandler is wacky. So is the rest of the movie. And I understand that that's great. But I, I liked uh, Billy Madison because he was that annoying guy, but kind of like crammed in the room with a lot of people trying to just do their fucking job. 
And I kind of like that juxtaposition maybe a little bit more. I kind of feel like there's more wackiness in Billy Madison. Like, Norm MacDonald is fucking weird. The principal, who is that wrestler, is fucking weird in Billy Madison. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. Chris Farley, the bus driver, the teacher who puts pace on her face. For me, this movie is, I think, more based in, like, reality. Like, the wackiness, I think, just comes from him, really. Like, Ben Stiller, I guess, but he's just mean. Mm -hmm. But I can't really think of anyone... That's like wacky in this one. Besides him, maybe I'm crazy. I think it's more. I, I think I'm looking at it more just like the. Ga- yeah. I felt like this movie was more a gag a minute, and the Honestly, gags are all kind of over the top with mm. shooting the golf ball at the thing and the guy going through the window. When the, I was you know. growing up, um, they're both beloved movies to me, mm. but I always preferred Happy Gilmore. I feel like most kids did, mm-hmm. most people I knew, because mm. it seemed to me like Happy Gilmore was a I guess like a more wholesome character. Yeah. Where Billy totally. Madison seemed like an alcoholic and on yeah. drugs. And like looking and at like porn and looking like at yeah. porno, totally, totally, totally. Hallucinating about this penguin. penguin yeah. Um, Steve Buscemi has a hit list, you know. Yeah. There's like yeah. people who hate him so much they want to kill him. It's definitely like a different vibe. Uh it's yeah. like an Adam Sandler movie on a different level. Um, but yeah, Happy Gilmore, I think is Kind of what Sean said. It's still that level of wacky, but I think the happy character is just this guy who's in love with his grandma, just has this dream of being a hockey player. Yes. And that's a character I think I enjoy a little bit more Mm -hmm. just hanging out with and always have. Um, Yeah. Just I always preferred this movie to, to uh, Billy Madison. I think I would not. I'm. Uh, this is in no way trying to be like, well, huh, you saw it when you were younger, so because I I always hate that kind of feedback. I don't, I'm not getting into that, but I but I do feel like having seen both of these for the first time. Uh, actually, uh, Billy Madison, I did see once in school, like kind of younger, but didn't really pay attention to it. But seeing them both later in life, I I feel like I did kind of laugh at that one more. But I, if I saw them, if I saw them when I was younger, I would probably feel the same way. Like, I, I feel like I, I was always into comedies that were a little more, uh, not to say, I don't know about wholesome, but just, you know what I mean? Like, uh, where the character is like a nice guy and you want him to, well, not that this guy's the nicest guy, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I guess, I mean, we watched both of these on Movie Club now and I yeah. still, I like both movies. I like Adam Sandler movies. Mm-hmm. I laugh at Billy Madison. I don't really care. I don't really root for him than the way that I yeah. root for like Happy Gilmore. Because I feel like the Happy Gilmore character, Billy Madison's out for himself and yeah. he wants to make sure he gets the company. This yeah. is he's doing it for his grandma. And it's like a sweeter, like, yeah, this guy's a fucking monster who fights everyone. But yeah. deep down, he loves his grandma and will do anything for her, you know? So to me, it's like, yeah, it's more wholesome. Yeah, the fact that he's always beating up people. <laughs> It's almost lovable because he's yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't beating him up. I was just helping him like, take his sweater off. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Stupid stuff like that. I guess that's what I mean. It's like, it's not about he's the nicest person, but it's all done in the name of something a little more sweethearted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's get to popcorn shakers. I already know what you re- re- reviewed it yesterday. You know, we reviewed it yesterday. I am going to stick I'm gonna, with my I'm score. See what cha- oh, I'm sticking with, I'm my stick score with my score too, and I'm going to kind of summarize what I said last time. Is this movie to me, as I said, when I showed my dad this movie and got him to laugh, it has affected my life in a way that now I think I do Make 64, and I watch people laugh at things I make, and it makes me feel good, and I wanted to maybe get into some sort of comedy thing when I showed my dad this movie, and it kind of started that for me, that first feeling. Uh, I give this movie a five- and I'm proud to do it. 
There you go. Nice. I also give this movie a five. And you know what? I love Adam Sandler. I always have. And I know, Rocco, you're not an Adam Sandler fan. That's cool to me, honestly. You're a Steve Martin fan, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. It always that's comes back fine. to Steve. It does, because that's the most obvious example of you like certain types of comedy. True. I like certain types of comedy. You could sit here all day and be like, I think Adam Sandler's fucking stupid. I think this guy's a fucking jackass. That's fucking dumb. That will never erase the hours or days I've spent listening yeah. to Adam Sandler CDs and laughing my ass off, mm-hmm. imitating those skits <laughs> and developing my own brand of comedy. And so that's why I give this movie a five, because to me, I just this this to me was my window into a like deep dive into comedy. And I'm still like pursuing that in my life. So mm-hmm. I feel like this has to be a five for me mm-hmm. uh, on a personal level. The, the you know, you can't fully replicate the first time something happens. And I do want to just point out we again, we recorded this yesterday. Uh, you won't ever get to see this, but. I did not expect them both to give it five, and then it was like five. Oh, definitely five, Rocco. And I never felt more pressure in my entire life. Oh I was my like, god! Oh, it all man. rides on you. Adam Just Sandler's career being rides the last on one, you. I was like, oh, uh, in my head, I'm like, oh, you, you can't give it a one anymore. Um, no, I, I was, uh, no, I said yesterday, I'll say it again. Damn it. Um, you know, yeah, his, his. The way he acts, his brand of comedy is not my thing. He doesn't make me laugh. He didn't in this one either. But I, like I said, did not realize it would be as kind of over the top as it was. And I love that it committed to that. Um, And even though I might not watch this again, I will not deny, again, as we said, the Bob Barker thing and other parts of it, its impact on other comedies and... I mean, if you if you define a gender, I know so many kids who like their whole outlook on comedy was defined here. So how are you going to look at that and go like, nah, this movie, you know, one, it's not mm-hmm. more. You know what I mean? I can't do that. So I will give it a two, which is a little lower for me. But, I, you know, I'm giving it points for what it did um, for comedy for a lot of people, the industry, whatever. So it's not a five, but. I think we eventually we have to get the wedding singer on the show to have him have to watch the trifecta of Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Eventually. And I want Rocco to do a live reaction to a listening of the goat skit. Oh, he'll mm. love the goat skit. The goat skit. You're gonna love the goat skit. You gotta hear the talking goat skit. And for the encore, yeah. we'll do Ode to My Car, just as the encore. Okay. Piece of shit car is a mm. good one. Too. Some of those I've heard because I was trying to download Weird Al stuff on Kazaa. <laughs> Oh, he's oh, way funnier yeah, than he's Weird Al. Yeah, he's way better than Weird Al. Weird fucking wishes. All, Listen, all I'll say is they both started with comedy music. They both tried to make movies. One of them went somewhere. The other one didn't. And, you know, if you look at just like, I'm just going to look at their net worth and decide who's more popular and better because of that. One Times of, a lot. Yeah. It's the Sandman. Weird oh. Al got one movie on Netflix. Adam Sandler got 13. So, yeah. But how many... How many times did Adam Sandler get to play at the San Diego County Fair? I think he's there like now. No, he's he's yeah. Well, he's at like that bigger arena over here. No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, that that's he true. He did the voice. That's true. <laughs> we got him. We won. We got him. Fucking got Jared, this guy. You're secretly a fan. 
I knew it. All right. Derek, I believe you have the next pick. What's right. it going to be? I was thinking we could watch They Live. I was thinking we could I'm, watch I'm that. the new uh, Knives Out movie. But I kind of want to revisit Uncut Gems. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> are we on a Sandler it. streak? Let's do it. We're on a Sandler oh, streak. No. We're going to keep the Sandler streak going. I'm uncomfortable already. We're going to okay. see what Sean thinks of Uncut Gems. Okay, fair enough. Well, shit, I'm surprised by this. Let's let's do it. Scrap it a doo!